Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute. It's your podcast where we analyze and celebrate Joe vs. the Volcano one minute at a time. And with me, as always, is Tierney. I will not be celebrating this minute. This minute does not bring me joy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope it brings joy to our guests, Allison Grimm and Liz Whitaker. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Thanks I am excited to finally podcast with you guys. That Seriously. great. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm Welcome glad to that hell. excitement is what you think you have right now. <laughs> what you have is a long night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've listened to podcasts you've been on. I know what I'm in for. And you're still listening. <laughs> Some say to this day. <laughs> Well, we are in for minute 10, and it starts with Mr. Watori explaining Joe's job to him. And it ends with Joe trying to explain to Matori why he needs his lamp. And in between, we get one of the most depressing lines that has stuck with me my entire life. Mm. And every time someone older than me complains about, you know, their back or how that is how it is, or I start feeling... I just don't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was wondering if you were going to mention the line that really uh, got to me, that spoke to me about my work experience was the life. Oh, no, you're not being very flexible. (laughs) You're inflexible. (laughs) Yeah, you're inflexible. I I did not relate to that statement. (laughs) <laughs> I related to him being like, I don't feel inflexible. You're inflexible. It's like, all right, fine. This is not the hill I choose to die on. Sure. You're being inflexible, inflexible. about this point. Sure. Okay. Tierney, what? I think I know the answer, but what is the line that has haunted you throughout your life? So Joe tells Mr. Waturi he keeps going to different doctors because he doesn't feel good. And Mr. Waturi says, nobody feels good. After childhood, it's a fact of life. And, yes. Very uh, depressing. Oh, God. I'm just going to go curl up under my bed and come out when it's not Monday anymore because, dear God. Okay, Garfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I... I'm a child of the 80s. Garfield is a <laughs> icon to me, actually. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, boo. I'm Team Heathcliff over here. Hell yeah. There's room enough in the world for as many orange cats as want to be there, all right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure and mine will make yes. an appearance at some point. Yeah, Douglas is welcome. Douglas. <gasps> he will meet, maybe he'll meow on the mic this time. He almost did last time. And we were doing po- Catwoman last time. I was so excited. I thought we were going to get some cat audio. Instead, my dog barked. Yep, he knew what jealous. we were doing. <laughs> I grew up with an orange cat that was named Fergie, even though it was a boy, because he was named after the Duchess of York. Because yes. again, uh, it was the eighties. It was the eighties. <laughs> nice. If you got a fluffy orange cat, that's what happened. <laughs> Look, I cried when Princess Diana died. I can't judge oh, yeah. you. So speaking of death, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did get a good chuckle out of the, you are not competent. That is a very technical machine. And it's just like, really? No, it's true, though. Because when, when was this movie made? Printers are complicated. Printers are complicated. I will cut him some slack. <laughs> Printers are Printers, still complicated. Yeah, exactly. They're still complicated. I can't imagine how complicated they were in the 90s when you couldn't like troubleshoot yourself by Googling stuff. Uh, we don't troubleshoot the printer in my office. We just call the Rico repair people. Oh, they call me and then I troubleshoot it. And if I can't figure it out, I call Rico. But see, I have tiny hands, so I'm frequently called upon to clear paper jams, <laughs> stick my finger in places. 
You're like the office gnome, like, oh, we, we've got something caught again. Allison, uh, get over here. It's a, it's a <laughs> tiny little bit of paper. Yeah, I'm a gnome and I heckle and harp on grown men all day and remind them to do things. Mm. So I'm like a, a gnome and a harpy, I guess. Awesome. Administrative support is a, is a weird job. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a storybook <laughs> grandmother. And some of the people I deal with are really rich, so that makes it even better. I saw someone sass an executive assistant today. Oh. She was literally wearing pearl strands oh. with her shit Oh, they're dress. dead. The that person dead. was just like, no, Oof. I don't get paid enough to deal with this. <laughs> I We're harassed everybody else. This, this is over. Yeah. <laughs> and our interaction is done here. Whereas I told my boss yesterday, I, I caught him in the break room, was like, you need to do this. And this other girl was there. She's like, I can't believe you talked to him like that. Yeah, it's my job. I'm the Josh Wrangler. <laughs> We're mid-moving, so everyone's a little on edge. Oh, I've been staring at pivot tables all day, so I'm also on edge, so apologies. My eye just twitched when you said pivot table. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having a really rough time with this movie so far. I know you guys mentioned that you are taking a true movies-by-minute approach to this and that you are studying this minute, but it has been very soul-crushing. Oh, no. oh, see, that's part of the reason. So I, I had all of the best intentions to watch this movie. But when I realized after watching my minutes and then watching a compilation of scenes of people quitting in movies and having <laughs> this be in it, I was like, you know, works r- rough right now. Maybe I don't. <laughs> Maybe it's not the best time to watch this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Work's been real bad. Just in case you were thinking of throwing yourself into a volcano because of your job. I use all the time. I have many times texted the guys who do Indiana Jones Minute because in Last Crusade, when he climbs out the window, mm-hmm. they went on a whole rant about, don't you ever just want to sometimes climb out the window and run away and get kidnapped by Donovan and then have to go save your dad and go to Venice? And Every day. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been like, Pete, I'm going to climb out the window. And he's like, <laughs> go get some tacos for lunch. It'll be okay. So... <laughs> So I had heard of this movie prior to this, but like I've never watched it and I never like looked too much into it. So I assumed it was like a dumb action movie just based on the title alone. Like I had no idea it was like a romantic comedy. <laughs> like you thought he was going to like fist fight the volcano? Yeah, I thought it was yeah. some like dumb kids movie about somebody in like a volcano adventure or something. I definitely thought somebody was falling into a volcano. I want my money. I want someone in a volcano. Well, you come back in many, many episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will have watched the movie. We can make that happen. All right. Maybe someday Michael Bay will remake this movie, but (laughs) he's got to go into the volcano (laughs) to find the cure. That kind of thing. Honestly, I didn't watch it because it wasn't free streaming anywhere and my father-in-law doesn't have it. So if you're going to make it that hard for me to watch a movie... It's 2019. Come on. Just come over to my house. We'll have a sleepover. We'll put on the DVD. It's all okay. Good. That <laughs> sounds amazing. They're gonna. They're waiting to have their now and then moment. It's gonna be not available uh, forever and ever. And then they're gonna be like, guess what, dude? Can we do now and then minute? I love that movie so much. <laughs> Allison, talk to me after the show. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, we need another <laughs> podcast that we say we're gonna do on a podcast and don't Shut do. Up. <laughs> Don't worry, I already just said it. Because you I already and George, mentioned it on Minute Impossible. <laughs> just yeah. because you and George won't do Human familiar. Centipede Minute with me. Nope. 
Oh. <laughs> I want to go back to the time before I knew what Human Centipede was about. I yeah. really do. Mm. That wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, no, I think my brain would be uh, an all-around better place then. I think we all would be. Yeah, if I could eternal sunshine of the spotless mind just that one thing, I would be so good. <laughs> You wouldn't miss that information at all. I don't no. even see the movie. It's just from seeing the preview. And and it's like, oh, that's what they mean? Oh, no. I've never even just seen the preview. Really? Yeah. Liz. Don't watch the preview. I've Whatever never little bit of curiosity you have. Watch nope. it. Watch nope. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> nope. I'll play it right now and you can listen to it. No, thank you. <laughs> I have grown out of my peer pressure phase. Damn it. While Liz experiences some character growth. <laughs> This minute, it just, every time my mother has told me to get a real job, comes crashing down onto my brain. And the sadness. It's a trap. And just the complete frustration of him having no control over his job situation. So this impossible situation he's in where he's responsible for stocking this library, but all he can do is ask his boss to reorder the supplies. He's not allowed Mm -hmm. to. And then he gets flack from his boss when they run low, even though he told him to order more. I feel like Mr. Watori is late stage capitalism personified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Which is extra fitting because he would go on to be Cher's dad in Clueless. And oh. if that house is not the house of a late stage capitalist, then I don't know what is. Yeah, but we all wanted to we all wanted to live there. Well, I wanted to live in her closet. Yeah. <laughs> really there can be some very pretty things in late stage capitalism. It still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they get us to buy into it mm-hmm. right that, that's that's the the gilded in the gilded age they lull us in with motorized closets <laughs> they lull <laughs> you right David into Bowie the Bowie songs <laughs> <laughs> and to be clear it's not just him giving him hell and saying that he's inflexible it was specifically that he's pushing back about him having a doctor's appointment that's some dangerous stuff, right? That's some dangerous late mm-hmm. stage this capitalism. Is some pre uh, pre HR intervention discussion. Mm. I mean, yeah, but also this is the kind of discussion where, like, unless you are well, well, unless you work at a well oiled machine, HR may not be able to actually intervene on your behalf. <laughs> Also, hopefully HR doesn't have a beef with your department. I'm sensing these are not hypotheticals <laughs> from the life of yours. I don't know why. Um, no, I mean, I go to the doctor whenever I want. As well, you, look as at you, you Ms. Moneybags. <laughs> Ooh la la, so fancy. Oh, Going to the doctor? I got to higher education insurance. What up? <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen it happen to other people. I didn't realize I got totally caught out. I thought I was being very slick when I did IVF. And it was like, okay, I might be late on certain days, but like, no big deal. Don't worry. And I was just like, yeah, they're like doing some blood tests. So I have to go like a certain number of days, but don't worry about it. Nothing major. Everything's fine. Little knowing that one of my coworkers had listened to the podcast is it expecting? Oh God! It's was it Matt Myron? His... Wasn't it? It was a couple that did IVF, and so she, after a while, was just like, "Hey, um, 
I know what's going on <laughs> because your doctor's appointments are matching up exactly with what they say she had to do. <laughs> That's some detective work. Yeah. And also, hey, creepy fellow podcasters, how about stop blowing up each other's spots? How about a little professional courtesy? <laughs> oh, I like how you asked us the two. Liz, I don't know if you want kids or not, but nope. I firmly do not. So yeah, <laughs> I would not know about a podcast about somebody doing IVF. Oh, I I just know who. I think it's uh, Matt Myra and his wife who works I for BuzzFeed. Okay. I don't remember oh, her name. Oh, maybe that's it. Because I used, Cause, uh, yeah, I because he was on the Nerdist. The Nerdist pod, yeah, yeah, which I used to love. <sighs> Hey, can I date this podcast? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just got I thought you meant like take it out for a dinner and a movie. Can I take it out? Can I take it to the Olive Garden? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just going to really date this. I have a structured settlement and I need 30 to 50 hogs now. (laughs) (laughs) Called JG Hogsworth. 877 hogs now. (gasps) All right. I'm going to turn my phone over so it can't distract me with feral hog jokes. That was beautiful. That's what day this is that we are recording, by the way. We're in the time of 30 to 50 feral hogs <laughs> it's like it's gonna be like a three-day stretch you know? Know. <laughs> in the time of the hogs <laughs> people are gonna be like what was that like a harley davidson sale no no <laughs> the rest of this podcast will be feral hog jokes <laughs> i'd rather think about that than my mortality well, you know I'm too busy writing in the time of the hogs as the episode title. <laughs> I do love his lamp, though. It is a great oh, lamp. It's amazing. I would Isn't have it beautiful had this lamp in my bedroom in high school. I was so, obsessed I would with have all that things in my like now. Hawaiian and hula, and it's a nice little little paradise break in his incredibly yeah. depressing office. Like you cannot get more depressing than that office. With the, like the fluorescent lights that are awful and fluorescent, but also don't make the room bright. No, he's like blue. <laughs> he looks like he's in the video for "I Would Do Anything for Love." <laughs> Which was directed by Michael Bay. It's come full circle. I'm not making this up. Yeah, I'm serious. You can Google it. I'm going to choose to believe you. I'm afraid what else I'll (laughs) learn if I Google it. You might learn more about one of the greatest songs of all time. One Mm. of the greatest videos of all time. The guy who did the the vampire, the Buffy forehead, the vampire forehead, came from that video. Because Meatloaf has the Buffy forehead. Like, that was the same special effects guy. Oh, that. You oh, are a cool. treasure trove of fun facts. I love meatloaf. Uh, no, I played the crap out of that tape. Yeah. I'm a treasure trove of fun facts specifically about <laughs> I would do anything for love. I'm a treasure trove of suggestions. And I'm going to say while we're talking about awesome music videos. Okay. I have a newfound appreciation and love of the Go-Go's Head Over Heels music video. Okay. It might be perfect. Okay. Hmm. It is five women making music, having a good time, that have dressed for themselves to make me like it is not a music video that was made for the male gaze Mm. but it also isn't a music video that was made to like refute the male gaze it's just what if you took female musicians as sex symbols out of the discussion what would that music video look like i think it might be head over heels by the coco i know what i'm doing between episodes (laughs) (laughs) i'm watching the minute I mean, it's not one of those music videos that like tells this amazing story or has this crazy new production technique that they tried, but I really, I appreciate it. I do not feel guilty having that on when my like very small child is in the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
because there have been some videos that I've put on like, oh, this will be great. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure the video for I Would Do Anything for Love would be okay. We'll have to add into our rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Those both sound amazing, and I'll definitely check them out. I don't want to leave this minute without hearing both of your thoughts on Tom Hanks' hair. Oh, boy. I want to run my fingers through it. I, if you cut off below his neckline, same. I like the curl, like the wavy curls, the mullety vibe. You don't want to run your fingers through his chest hair, which I assume matches. I didn't. Oh, well, I just meant the like scalp hair that hangs below the neckline of his jacket. Uh. I just want to take scissors and run it around the collar of his jacket. I live in Pittsburgh. I see a lot of mullets. I think you're really going to like the rest of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I live in Indiana. You'd think I would like, I see a lot of mullets too. And I think that's why I don't like it. Mm. Stay tuned. He does get a makeover later. That's what you're teasing, right, Tierney? Oh, yeah. Oh, does he take his ponytail down? (laughs) I also want to suggest the possible title, Maxed Out on Mullets. The Life of a Hooser from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this a real book? This is your Not life story. You write it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> this is your book, Liz. <laughs> it just sounded like a thing that could be. But now I have my way to get famous and leave the place that calls me inflexible. <laughs> Indiana? Specifically the job. (laughs) I'm sure that others in the state have called me inflexible, but that's just because I'm actually not very flexible. Mm. It's not about my work work style. Come to yoga with me. We'll have a great time. (laughs) Okay. Yoga for podcasters. Yoga for podcasters. (laughs) Well, while you get your yoga mats together, do you want to do some plugs? Uh, Yeah, sure. It can be for a real podcast that you did in the past, one you (laughs) plan to do in the future for real, or one that you just made up today that you plan to do with Allison, and you'll never (laughs) do. Okay. Lots of those. You know once we say it on a podcast somewhere, it's never gonna happen. (laughs) Damn it. In reality, I have done 96 episodes of Mean Girls Minute, where we talked about the movie Mean Girls one minute at a time. And this one might actually come true, although it has not yet. George Hendricks and I are doing Way to Dune Minute about the 1984, I don't know, something classic cult classic weird thing dune nice thank you come enjoy me talking about another movie i have not seen but one minute at a time all, <laughs> all right. of the minutes <laughs> not just one week the whole the whole, the whole movie. movie the whole I was movie gonna say, if you've enjoyed this this is like the perfect teaser <laughs> for it yeah. yes i'm he has literally talked me into watching it a minute at a time. That's amazing. Oh, that's how you're going to experience it? Yeah. Oh, nice. I think that's a cool experiment. Because I've only read the book. Mm -hmm. So that's- I have a confession. I'm reading the book. I don't want people to think I'm a nerd. (laughs) People on a- listening to a Movies by Minutes podcast? I don't want people listening to a podcast to think I'm a nerd. Can I just say, I have a coworker who's older, and it's very sweet because she's so supportive of me, but she really doesn't understand what it is I do. And today I had to do some editing during my lunch break, and she goes, oh, right, for your blog. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Close enough. (laughs) I'm just going to finish this blog, and then I'm going to send it back in time. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna go put this on (laughs) Mazanga. 
But seriously, I highly recommend if you not have not checked it out already, Mean Girls Minute is available for you to binge. That was one of the first podcasts I listened to like daily in real time, and it was a ton of fun. What? Highly yeah. Thank you. It was a hot, hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to think of a transition out, aren't you? <laughs> I was on a bunch of episodes of Mean Girls Minute, so if you want to listen to that, I was on some episodes of Titanic Minute. I've been on a bunch of other podcasts that I can't remember right now. You probably don't want to listen to them. I babble a lot. Listen, I talk about the Hemsworths. Um, <laughs> what you should listen to is Minute 55 of Dave Made a Minute, my finest work of all time. <laughs> <laughs> At least in podcasting form. If you're if we're talking erotic fan fiction, I've got some finer works. Hit me up. Are they about meatloaf or? <laughs> no, they're mostly about Harry Potter. Dig. Okay. Not Harry Potter himself, but some of the more disgusting characters in Harry Potter. <laughs> I wrote two erotic fanfics about Filch the janitor. Okay, is that what you want to hear? Because it's true. That sounds right. We want to hear the truth and the truth only. Oh well, I hate to break it to you. Okay, excellent. All right. Now that we've extracted that confession. <laughs> I would have told you anyway. I'm proud of it. It's pretty great writing, honestly. All right. I think that about does it for our dreary late stage capitalism time of the hogs Monday. All right. I'm going to go throw myself into a volcano. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye, no, you've got to come back on Wednesday. Ah, if Allison lives till Wednesday. If Allison <laughs> lives till Wednesday, <laughs> you can always fill in your time between our next episode by joining us on Facebook in the Joe versus the Minute listeners luggage raft or following us on Twitter and Instagram at Joe versus is the minute. I think we've covered a lot of the expected weird and off-topic grounds today, and we will be back on Wednesday, so where to now, Tierney? Oh, away from the things of man, of course. They don't know what this quote is from. <laughs> is it from the movie? <laughs> oh, it's from the movie, isn't it? <laughs> I, was, I mean, I assumed that had I seen the entire movie, it would have made sense to me. Someday in the future, that quote will make sense.